White Rocket Entertainment. White Rocket Entertainment, podcast number 513. 10, 9, 8, 7, ignition sequence started. All engines are started. We have ignition. 2, 1, 0. We have a liftoff. We have a liftoff and it's lighting up the area. It's just like daylight here at Kennedy Space Center. The second five is moving off the path. It is now clear to the top. Hello and welcome to the White Rocket Podcast, brought to you by White Rocket Entertainment in association with all of our great supporters via Patreon.com. It's one long conversation with a variety of guests about the best of popular culture. I'm Van Allen Plexico and I'm joined by my usual occasional co-host, John Ringer. Welcome back aboard, John. Thanks, Van. Glad to be here. Well, it's our once a year, therefore annual holiday Lord of the Rings trivia battle. You and I have been doing this since December of 2017, and I was a little confused earlier today because I found four previous scorecards, and then I realized we did them actually, we started this as a feature in our reviews of the three big movies. So folks that are listening, if you want to hear what John and I had to say about the actual movies, uh, if you go to the whiterocket.podbean.com page, and you go up in the top left corner, there's a menu bar thing you can click down and go back to like 2017. John and I went through and reviewed all three movies in the White Rocket podcast, and we did trivia kind of with each other at the end of each review. And we enjoyed that, so we decided to make it an annual event. So starting Christmas of 17, we've been doing uh, the Lord of the Rings trivia battle. So what happens is, I took a big chunk of uh, Trivial Pursuit Lord of the Rings cards and mailed them to John without looking at them. As I always say, I promised I didn't look at them because it wouldn't be any fun if I already knew all the answers. That wouldn't be cool. So John has a bunch I haven't looked at, and I have a bunch he hasn't looked at. And so every December, we get together and do this. We have this trivia battle where we're each going to go through five cards of trivia with each other, and we just count up the score and see who wins. And John, I can't even remember who's won in the past. It seems like we tie every year, doesn't it? <laughs> it seems like we tie, and it's also it's kind of swings back and forth sometimes. Like somebody will be ahead, and the other person yeah. will go on a run. Yeah. Uh, it, some of the cars are much harder than others, too. That's the kind of random chance piece of this, so it's yeah. exciting. Well, that's why I think it's good we don't do just one or two cards, because like you said, they really do vary. Mm-hmm. And, and so like you'll ask me a card that's just impossible, like, what's the shoe size of Ian McKellen during the Two Towers? <laughs> Whereas I'll ask you something like, what's the other hobbit besides Frodo that's the gardener, you know, or something? And so, it. but that way, we do five cards, and it kind of swings back and forth a little bit. So we end up, we, we've been like um, almost dead even every year. I don't know even know who wins, but yeah. it's not even about that. It's just for fun. But it's been very, very close, and that, that makes it a lot of fun. So, And I was just saying before we went on the air, that we, this is a good topic for us to do this on as opposed, you know, we, you and I, we could do Marvel or Marvel Cinematic or we could mm-hmm. do something else. But this one really does kind of combine something that not as many people know about, but still a lot of people are interested in. So, it, and it's, and it's challenging because, you know, I, I do know like Iron Man shoe size, but I don't know <laughs> Gandalf's. You know what I mean? So it's, yep. it's like you and I have very similar knowledge of these two. And I think people will enjoy it and they can play along with us. In fact, the way that we do it, the sort of the format is, we'll take turns reading an entire card of questions, which is six each, so total of 30 questions. So I'll read six, 
and then I'll read them again and John can answer them. Then John will read six, and then he'll read them again and I answer them, and we go back and forth. That way you guys playing at home get to have a little bit of time to think about them as well. So that's how we've done it in the past. It's worked pretty well. So are you ready, sir? I am ready. Bring it on. Am I forgetting any other important details here? No other than good luck. Good luck. That's right. All right. We'll need it with some of these questions. All right. So (laughs) who... Who, uh, shall we flip the golem to see who goes first or uh, who we'll reads flip first? Flip the ring. Uh, let's see. I'm going to flip the, the ring of Sauron. Uh, orange side is you. Tan side is me. Tan side is me. So I guess I'll read first and you can answer first. How's that? That works. All right. Here goes the first six questions to John. And again, I'm going to read all six of them. And then I'll come back through again and let you answer each one individually. So your six are... Number one, what is the full name of the Hobbit Mary? Oh, by the way, some of these questions are worded funny, and we try to stick to what's on the card as best we can. But if it's just absolutely ridiculous, sometimes we will elaborate just a little bit. I reserve the right to do that if I think it's unfair to you. All right, so number one, what is the full name of the Hobbit Mary? Number two, who tells Frodo about Gollum's past. Who tells Frodo about Gollum's past? Number three, what exact time of day? (laughs) This is what I meant, right? What we were talking about. There we go. What exact time of day does Frodo awaken in Rivendell after the Ringwraith attack? I'm assuming that means that we are told that. Oh, by the way, again, as things occur to me, I'm going to say them. These are really based on the movies, the, the books enter into it, but mm-hmm. it's really more about the movies. Okay, so what exact time of day does Frodo awaken in Rivendell after the Ringwraith attack? Number four, how many miles is the Brandywine Bridge from the ferry landing where the hobbits escape the Ringwraith? How many miles is the Brandywine Bridge from the ferry landing where the hobbits escape the Ringwraiths? And I actually think I know that one. Number four. Which five warriors flank Gandalf on horseback at the end of the Battle of Helm's Deep? Which five warriors flank Gandalf on horseback at the end of the Battle of Helm's Deep? Wow, that one scares me to death. I'm going to have to look at the answer in a minute. And finally, number six, what character first appears on screen, quote, I'm sorry, let me say it again. What character first appears on screen like, quote, someone who never got out of his bathrobe, unquote, according to the film's costumer? What character first appears on screen like, quote, someone who never got out of his bathrobe, unquote, according to the film's costumer? Woo. All right. This seems like a more challenging card to me. Let's see how you do. Are you, are you ready to take a shot at it? I am ready. All right, let's see how you go. I, I think I might get two of these if I were trying to answer it, so we'll, we'll see. So number one, what is the full name of the Hobbit Mary? Mary Doc Brandy Book. Yes! Bing, 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 bing! Good job. I wasn't sure if they just meant his first name or his whole name or his middle I, I name. I was worried or... he had a middle name. I know! <laughs> that would be nuts. All right, number two, who tells Frodo about Gollum's past? Gandalf? Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Two for two. Number three. <laughs> this one just sounds... Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the answer. I haven't peeked yet. What exact time of day does Frodo awaken in Rivendell, Rivendell after the Ringwraith attack? 
right. I, th- I, I'm just using logic here. I don't really know the answer. If, they can't say a specific time because they don't have clocks. It's not going to be like three thirty-seven. Uh, so I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess it's noon. That's good thinking. Apparently, somebody must say it though, because the answer is ten o'clock. Okay. I yeah. So <laughs> I guess they, I guess they do have clocks. You just don't ever <laughs> see them. I, I, They're I, all with digital watches. I yeah exactly. <laughs> I, I guess Gandalf must say it's 10 o'clock and you've awakened or something. I don't know. Number four. I think I know this one. How many miles is the Brandywine Bridge from the ferry landing where the hobbits escaped the ring race? My initial gut thought was nine miles, but I, I'm not sure that's right. Okay. So. I'm saying nine. Final answer is nine. Um, there's a point where they're where they're running down there. And I know. Says, and he says. The Brandywine Bridge, 20 miles. I see, I knew it. I knew it was either <laughs> nine or 20. And my first thought was nine, so I went with that. There you go. Uh, well, that's what you got to do, though, because you'll miss more by not doing that. You know, it's, yeah. it's that's a good, smart thing. All right, let's see. Number five. You are two and two. Number five. Which five warriors flank Gandalf? I guess that means they're on each side of him on horseback at the end of the Battle of Helm's Deep. All right, so at first I thought this meant when he was on the hilltop, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it was Aomir and four other guys. Yeah. But I think it means at the end of the battle when he's talking about, you know, the battle for Helm's Deep is over, the I, battle for Middle Earth has begun. I think you're on the right track, yes. And so it is, I'm going to say Aragorn, Legolos, Aomir, and Theoden. There's five. That's four. Oh, that's four. Uh, who are you? Gimli? Who? Ding, 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 ding. You got it. Yes. Holy crap. I don't think I would have gotten that. I don't think I would have gotten that. That was awesome. That was excellent, excellent thinking there. All right. You're three and I, two. Yep. It was tough because I thought uh, Gimli was blowing the horn. I thought mm-hmm. he stayed behind when they yeah. charged out on the horses. But I didn't anyway. think he could even ride the horses by himself. So, sure. Maybe he was like back there. I, I don't know. But anyway, you got it. You got yeah. it. So, yeah. I, I, at first, like you, I thought it'd be like, Gandalf, Aomer, and like George, (laughs) Doug, (laughs) Doug the bodyguard, Doug Rohan, Esquire. All right, your last question on round one: What characters first appear on screen? Like, oh, I'm sorry, what character first appears on screen? Like, quote, someone who never got out of his bathrobe, unquote, according to the film's costumer. Okay, now. That doesn't make any sense, but now that I've looked at the answer, I can I can again make it fair. What character, well, I, I, when they first appear on screen, look like someone who's never who never gets out of their bathrobe? I have two thoughts, mm-hmm. but um, I'm either gonna say well, I'm, I'm just gonna say I'm gonna say the I'm gonna say Bilbo. Is the final answer? Yes. Uh, it's 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 the steward of Gondor, isn't it? Uh, Dang it. Okay, well, it was <laughs> it's Theoden when you first see him. Oh, yeah. Because he okay. looks like you know Howard Hughes or something in his yeah okay. in, his, in his apartment. Okay. I was thinking they're going for the steward because he was kind of going crazy. Oh, sure, sure. No, it makes sense. All right, so that was what we would call one of the harder cards, and you went three out of six, which is not bad at all. All right, now it's your turn to read them to me. So let's hear the six questions, and then you can go through them one by one. All right, question number one: What does Theoden say? His men's courage hangs by before the Battle of Helm's Deep. What does Theoden say his men's courage hangs by 
before the Battle of Helm's Deep. Question two. What creature was smote upon the mountainside? A, the Balrog, B, the Witch King, or C, the Watcher in the Water? Question three. Who said the ring was Frodo's only by unhappy chance? Question four. What kind of creature does Treebeard ask the hobbits if they have seen in the Shire? What kind of creature does Treebeard ask the hobbits if they have seen in the Shire? Question five. What do the orcs catapult at the men of Gondor during the siege of Osgiliath? What do the orcs catapult at the men of Gondor during the siege of Osgiliath? And then the last question. What is the name of the actor who plays Elrond? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this is what we call an easier card. <laughs> and so John had bad luck to get the hard card. But again, it tends to balance out. Hopefully. It does balance out. That's hopefully over the course of the game. All right. So I'm, I'm ready. I think I can get probably four of these at least. We'll see. Maybe better, maybe right. worse. Let's, let's do it. All right. Question one. What does Theoden say his men's courage hangs by before the Battle of Helm's Deep? <sighs> I totally remember. Well, who is it? Theoden? Theoden. Yeah. I remember him saying it, and I remember it was being something... Uh, the only word I can think of is thread, but it's probably not that. Ding, ding, ding. I got it. All right. You are correct. Good call. Wow. I right. was thinking that it was a, a more complicated word than that, but that's fine. All right, they, the second question, again, multiple choice where it did not need to be. <laughs> it did not need to be at all. What creature was smote upon the mountainside? A, the Balrog. B, the Witch King, or C, the Watcher in the Water? I smote him upon the mountainside. That would be <laughs> the Balrog, or as in they say Board of the, in Board of the Rings, the Balhog. Ding, ding, ding. All right, two for two. Right, question three. Who said the ring was Frodo's only by unhappy chance? That's got to be Boromir. Ding, ding, ding. All right, that was easy. I thought for, I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, maybe... I, it seems like something Boromir would say, but also seems like, you know, maybe it's something that Gollum said, too. That's true, yeah. Yeah. All right. Question four. What kind of creatures does Treebeard ask the hobbits if they've seen in the Shire? That has to be the Entwives. Ding, ding, ding. All right, good. The Entwives. Yep. All right. What do the orcs catapult at the men of Gondor during the siege of Osgiliath? The only thing I remember of note being catapulted other than pieces of Minas Tirith masonry are heads, the heads of the soldiers. All right. See, we got to have a rule here. I thought the same thing. Okay. When I read this question, I thought heads, it's rocks, which is, but again, the two, you said the other thing they catapulted. No, 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 no. I missed it. That's all right. It's not. That's all right. I, I didn't. I, didn't I think get that's it. a crap question. Though. Yeah. I think they the two things that catapult they catapult the two different things mm-hmm. heads and rocks. So. Yeah. Well, I picked the wrong one. That's cool. I I kind of had my doubt. I was going to say I think they did that later. In fact, they like the 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 knights that were on horseback. They shot their heads. So I was probably too early anyway. So yeah. All right. Four and one. All right. What does what is the name of the actor who plays Elrond? Hugo Weaving. Ding, ding, ding. All right, so five and one. Not too bad. I got a easier card, good. missed one. You got a hard card, missed three. And it'll bounce it. All right, here we go. On to round number two of five. Here are your next six questions, John. Number one. Um, let me turn my little light on here. Hold on. I got a new set of headphones for Christmas so I can actually travel distances. This is nice. I'm having trouble seeing the... There we go. 
since we're not doing video, I can actually uh, turn on the lights and stuff in here and not mess it up. So I can actually read these now. Let's see. Okay. Number one, what creature takes Gandalf to Minas Tirith in the last days of the War of the Ring? What creature takes Gandalf to Minas Tirith in the last days of the War of the Ring? That's an interesting way of, uh, interesting verb choice there, but I think you get the gist. Number two, who tries to trick Frodo into believing that Sam wants the ring? Okay. <laughs> At least it's not multiple choice. <laughs> Uh, um, Rosie or, <laughs> <laughs> or Aragorn, build the, build the pony. Uh, okay. Number three, what precious stones are used as serpent eyes on the ring of Barahir? Oh, that's mm. interesting. What precious stones are used as serpent eyes on the ring of Barahir? I actually have the ring of Barahir. Uh, number four, what's the name of the forest that the Ents still dwell in? The forest that the Ents dwell in. Number five, which member of the Fellowship wears armor for the first time at Helm's Deep? Which member of the Fellowship wears armor for the first time at Helm's Deep? And number six, what's the rating of all the movies in the trilogy? And I don't mean like excellent. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> What's the rating? All right, here we go. Number one, what creature takes, it's an interesting choice of verbs there, what creature takes Gandalf to Minas Tirith in the last days of the War of the Ring? Shadowfax? Yeah. I, Carries would have, I guess that would have maybe given it away more or something, but yeah, Shadowfax. Shadowfax. He has been my friend. <laughs> Number two. Na, 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 Oh, by the way, I meant to tell you, I was working on a, a bonus thing for the end where I was going to play uh, five bits of music and you tell me what's going on in the movie when this music is played. But the guy, I tested it on the previous broadcast we did and those guys couldn't hear it. So I'm afraid we may be back to you not being able to hear the soundboard again. So we'll oh, give darn. it a, we'll, yeah, well, we'll give it a try in a minute and see if you can hear it or not. I, I hope I may have not have pushed a button or something and ruined it all. Um, number two, who tries to trick Frodo into believing that Sam wants the ring? Hmm. Gollum. Gollum. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Number three. What precious stones are the are used as serpent eyes on the ring of Barahir? Emeralds? Yes. I wasn't sure if it was like some special fantasy stone or something, because I knew they were green. But yeah, they're emeralds. I, I doubt mine are emeralds, though. I, doubt, I think mine are probably fake. I'm just going to go ahead and guess that. Number four. What's the name of the forest that the Ents still dwell in? Fangorn. Fangorn. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, you're killing it. Number five. Which member of the Fellowship wears armor for the first time at Helm's Deep? I'm trying to... Uh, I'm not sure about this one myself, so we'll have to talk. We'll have, have a little I'm conversation. Gonna, I'm going to say... I mean, they, Aragorn and Gimli put on armor at Helm's Deep. This is true. Uh, Clearly, they had Ward Arbor before. This is true. Um, so, therefore... I'm, I'm going to say Pippin. At Helm's Deep? Okay. Uh, this question is so screwy that I'm trying to, like, tell I'm, you... I'm going to say I'm gonna say Aragorn. The answer on the card <laughs> is Legolas. <laughs> okay. I don't okay, remember they, Legolas putting on any armor. It, the, he and Gimli and Legolas... He and Gimli and Aragorn all kind of put on armor... 
in that room where you know Gimli does yeah. the scene where he drops the chain mail. Oh, I remember it. that. I just didn't remember Legolas putting any on. Yeah. Okay. I, what do you think? It, it's fine. No, I missed it. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I mean, I just, I would have bet, <laughs> I'd have bet a hundred dollars. Legolas didn't put any armor on. So I'm just like, oh, whatever. All right. Well, we'll see. Again, it always kind of evens out. Uh, and then number six, what's the rating of all three movies? PG thirteen. Yes. Ding 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 ding. Good. All right. And so we are on to round two for me. All right. Here we go. Question one: How does Theoden look after the exorcism? Younger, older, <laughs> or the same? All right. <laughs> Multiple choice. <laughs> Question two: What what creatures? broke their oath of allegiance to the ancient king of Gondor. What mm. creatures broke their ancient their oath of allegiance to the ancient king of Gondor? Question three. What color are the leaves of the Malorn trees? Mm. What color are the leaves of the Malorn trees? Question four. What three races of beings are the dead in the dead marshes? What three races of beings Dang. are the dead in the dead marshes? Question five. What else besides the sword and the spear does Saruman say will drive his machine of war? Hmm. Alright. <laughs> Question six is the real winner. Are you ready? Oh boy. Which Hobbit character is played by actor Noel Appleby? <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> wow. Unless that's a that's a that's the pseudonym for uh for Sean Aston. <laughs> I was gonna say, if you get that one, we're just gonna stop. Okay, oh god, no, that's not gonna happen. All right, let's do it. Are you ready? Let's do it. Question one: How does Theoden look after the exorcism? <laughs> Younger, older, or the same? I'm older, Gandalf. Put that spell back <laughs> on me. <laughs> I would say he's younger. Just uh, yeah, I think that's probably ding safe. ding ding. Okay, multiple what? choice. Where? All right. Question two: What creatures broke their oath of allegiance to the ancient king of Gondor? Well, I mean, I don't know that they have a name other than the dead. So I'll say the army of the dead from that mountain. Ding, ding, ding. That is exactly the way it's worded on the card. The <laughs> army of the dead. Okay. See, I, I would have said they were people when they broke their oath and then they're the dead later. But. Oh, okay. But it didn't really say who they were, though, But yeah, when they were people. No, you're right. People. That, so you answered it correctly. Okay. All right. Question three. What color are the leaves of the Malorn tree? Well, the leaf, the elf leaves we do see are green, but I want to say that the Malorns are gold. So I'm going to say golden. Ding, ding. All right. Oh, I, the, see, I, my first thought is maybe it was the white tree. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like up in this Yeah. All right. Question four. What three races of beings are the dead in the dead marshes? Well, this one kind of puzzled me for a minute until I remembered that there were two sides in the conflict, so I don't have to think of a bunch of allies. I kept like, were the dwarfs there? Were the dwarfs? I don't remember. Like, wait a minute. You don't have to have the dwarfs because we've got the orcs. So I'm going to say men, orcs, and elves. You are correct, sir. All right. Good. All right. All right. Question five. What else besides the sword and the spear does Saruman say will drive his machine of war? Will drive my machine of war <laughs> with the sword and the spear. Is it like the iron fist of the orc? Yes! <laughs> exactly. That was awesome. I had to say the whole line to kind of... I had to more... say, you had to say it in character to get it. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm excited now. Nice. All right. Now we come to the winner. All right. <laughs> what Hobbit character 
is played by actor Noel Appleby. All right. Well, it's it since it's not any Hobbit we actually care about, really, or know about, then that leaves only about 150 others that, you know, don't so much have a name. And it's not, you said Noah, right? His name is Noel, Noel Appleby. Well, so it's not like the that shrewish hobbit lady that's always trying to steal Bilbo's house, the the Sackville Baggins is Lolita or whatever her name is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that pretty much leaves. I'm gonna say, oh crap, uh, what's his name? Um, there's the one other hobbit that doesn't do anything, but he's just always kind of hanging around. Isn't his name like Fatty? I'm going to say Fatty Bulger is in the books. It, yeah. And, and in, and I think he's at the party, but that is incorrect. Oh, okay. Who is it? Everend Proudfoot. Proud feet. <laughs> Dang. I didn't think of old Proud. Well, you know what's funny about that is the first 15 times I saw the movie, I thought that was a female character. And then somebody pointed out, no, he's there with like his wife or something. I'm like, oh, I honestly thought that was like a mean old lady. Because that's the one that we see them, we see them twice, right? We see that guy twice. Once is when the firework, when when Gandalf goes by mm-hmm. with the cart and the fireworks go off and he laughs, and then his wife or whoever comes up and he turns into like. Mm-hmm. And then later when when uh, Bilbo is doing the speech and he yeah. says "proud foots" and he goes "proud feet" and he has his foot up on a yeah a footrest. Exactly, exactly. All right, so. We are two rounds in, John. We have now each answered 12 questions. And together, other than that really hard card, you missed three <laughs> on that really hard card, but otherwise we've each missed one per card. That's, a, that's nice. pretty cool. We're doing really well. All right. Uh, on, to, on to number th- round three of five. All right. Here we go. Here are your six questions for round three. Number one, who teasingly accuses Gandalf of being late for Bilbo's birthday party? Who teasingly accuses Gandalf of being late for Bilbo's birthday party? Number two, what three-word phrase does Theoden use to describe the wargs? Hmm. Number three, what does... Oh, boy. What? I have to get my glasses. It's in, it's in italics, and it's really small, <laughs> and it's in the dark here. What does man Sinich M-A-N, and then C-E-N-I-C-H, question mark... What does man sinich translate into from Elvish? <laughs> <laughs> now, you do have a multiple choice. Okay. Does it mean who goes there, what do you see, or where are we? I don't even know where that's from. If it's in the movies, man sinich, M-A-N-C-E-N-I-C-H, question mark, from the Elvish. Who goes there, what do you see, or where are we? All right, number four. What great forest borders the land of Rohan? What great forest borders the land of Rohan? Number five, who stabs the cave troll with a spear that the creature later uses to attack Frodo? Ooh, that's a good one. Hmm. That's a good one. And number six, what did the crew filming on Mount Ruapahu try to avoid trampling? Ancient moss, spotted owl nests, or volcanic ash. Wow. All mm. right. Here we go. That, this is a tough card, John. You've, you've had to, I said it evens <laughs> out, but it may not be evening out this year. Number one, who teasingly accuses Gandalf of being late for Bilbo's birthday party? Frodo. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. You're late. 
A wizard is never late. Number two, what three-word phrase does Theoden use to describe the wargs? They are somethings of something. What are the wargs? I, I have no idea. I can't remember. I wouldn't have gotten it either. They are the wolves of Isengard. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Number three. Oh, boy. What does Monsinich translate into from Elvish? Who goes there? What do you see? Or where are we? I'm going to say who goes there. Okay. They all seem equally okay to me, but um, I don't know exactly where this is from, but imagine that Legolas is scouting the horizon and Aragorn walks up to him. What would Aragorn say? What do you see? What do you see? Yep. See, Mm. it's very specific to that situation. All right. Number four, what great forest borders the land of Rohan? I think you just got this one, didn't you? I get the question again. Fangorn. Yep. Number five, who stabs the cave troll with a spear that the creature later uses to attack Frodo? I want to say it was Aragorn. Ding, 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 ding. You got it. I I thought for a minute it might have been Boromir, but it it was Aragorn. It had to be one of those two, yeah. Yeah. And then number six, what did the film crew filming on Mount Ruapahu, <laughs> I'm assuming in New Zealand, try to avoid trampling, trampling, ancient moss, spotted owl nests, or volcanic ash? I'm going to say spotted owl nests. It is ancient moss. Wow. How did you not know that, John? <laughs> uh, you know. How could you not know that? God. Everybody knows about the ancient moss. Oh, the ancient moss, man. Gandalf should have warned him. <laughs> Trample not on the ancient moss of Mount Rapahu. <sighs> All right. Round three, part two. Here we go. Question one. Who is the first person Theoden recognizes after being freed of Saruman's influence? Who is the first person Theoden recognizes after being freed of Saruman's influence? Question two. What creature does Gandalf tell the Fellowship is a foe beyond any of you? <laughs> We're fine. Question three. That's not fair. Who tries to destroy the One Ring with an axe? It's <laughs> mm. another winner question. Mm. Question four. Which is one of the three places Bilbo wishes to visit before he grows old? Weathertop, the Lonely Mountains, or Bree? The Lonely Mountain or Bree? All right, question five. What creatures attack the trebuchets on the walls of Minas Tirith? What creatures attack the trebuchets on the walls of Minas Tirith? All right. Question six. Where on Ian McKellen's body was the (laughs) hidden battery pack used to light Gandalf's staff? (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. This is so wrong. That's a winner question there. Oh, my gosh. All right. So All right. <laughs> what's been happening is you've been getting like five of those last questions. <laughs> All right, let's do it. All right. All right you got, you got a, good, a good mix here. Some layups and some harder ones. Yeah, All right. some layups. All right. Who's the first person Theoden recognizes upon being freed of Saruman's influence? I know your face. Eowyn. Ding, ding. All right. All right. What creature does Gandalf tell the Fellowship is a foe beyond any of you? Uh, that would be the ball hog again. <laughs> okay. We get these repeat answers too. I'm not sure yep. how that's working. Yeah. All right. Who tries to destroy the one ring with an ax? Let's see. Who uses an ax? Uh, a fireman, <laughs> maybe? I'm going to say uh, Gimli. Ding, ding. All right. 
right? Which is one of the three places that Bilbo wishes to visit before he grows old? Weathertop, the Lonely Mountain, or Bree? Well, he could visit Bree anytime he wanted to, and, and, and why would he? That's like saying, I'm really, really, really anxious to visit Childersburg, Alabama. Um, <laughs> I wow. Ch- this is the first podcast ever to compare Bree to Childersburg. It is, right man. But Childersburg is kind of the Bree of, uh, of, of central Alabama, to be honest. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to say it must be the Lonely Mountain, since he knows the people there. Ding, ding. All right. Whew, got me nervous there for a second. All right. All right. What creatures attack the trebuchets on the walls of Minas Tirith? You can give me a multiple choice here. No. Nope. Hobbits? Yeah, okay. uh, I, 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 I just throw them up there. Do your best. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume that these would be the, uh, the, uh, the fell beasts that the Nazgul are riding. You are correct. Ding, right. ding. How does it describe them? Does it say fell it's, beasts or Nazgul? It just says the winged the Nazgul's winged beasts. That's yeah, that kind of beast. Okay. All right. Where on Ian McKellen's body was the hidden battery pack used to light Gandalf's staff? See, I would have totally thought you were going to say his tattoo. <laughs> because everybody knows, right, that all that the nine members of the fellowship went and got tattoos. They got they went and got the same tattoo, but they've never really said what it is or where it is, I don't think. There may be somebody out there that knows, but I've never heard what it is or where it is, but they all went and got like a fellowship tattoo together when they did the movie. So I, I mean, all I can think of is like around his waist, like on his belt or something on his back. Oh, okay. Well, see, and I, I appreciate that question because I, for much of the movie, I would have assumed that the light from his staff was some kind of post effect thing and not an actual glowing thing. You know what I'm saying? That is interesting. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. Interesting. All right. Okay, so it's funny. Um, you and I have each gotten the last question right once each. <laughs> the last one. They always kind of save the last one for the worst for last, apparently. All right, so after three rounds, I have missed one, one, and one, and you have missed three, one, and three. So this has definitely uh, been crushing a... me. No, but this is a case of you've gotten <laughs> some crap cards, so let's see if we can balance it out in the last two here. All right. Uh, Round four out of five. Number one, what animal does Gimli claim his ears are like? (laughs) What animal does Gimli... What the heck? My ears are like a... Whatever. Okay, number two. What color is Gandalf associated with before his duel with the Balrog? Okay. Number three. What object does Bilbo tell Frodo is a light... As a as light as a feather, but hard as dragon scales. What object does Bilbo say to Frodo? It is as light as a feather, but hard as dragon scales. Number four. What arises from Mordor to blot out the sun at the end of the War of the Ring? Okay. What arises from Mordor to blot out the sun at the end of the War of the Ring? Um, well, not at the end. That's like during is more yeah. accurate. Yeah. Number five, what was the main ranged weapon of the Uruk High at the Battle of Helm's Deep? What was the main ranged weapon of the Uruk High at the Battle of Helm's Deep? That's weird. And number six, (laughs) man, the sixth one is just a monster every time. 
You're going to love this. What is the maximum number of days a pair of foam latex hobbit feet would last the actors three, four, or five days that their <laughs> feet would last? Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Uh, here we go. And, yeah. We'll just do the best with it we can. All right. Number one, what animal does Gimli claim my ears are like a blank? I have ears Wolf? like a blank. Wolf? A fox. <laughs> ears like a fox. I wouldn't have gotten it either. Number two, what color is Gandalf associated with before his duel with the Balrog? He is Gandalf the Gray. There you go. Yes. He, Dropping he's things. no Radagast the Brown. No. And those are the only two we know of. Well, and then Samurai. Uh, Samurai. Saruman the, the White. White. So there's brown, white, and gray. Um, those are the only. Th- I think those are the only colors that we actually know about and the only names that we know about. Uh, number three. You should get this. What object does Bilbo tell Frodo it's as light as a feather but hard as dragon scales? Uh, the Mithrail armor, the set of Myth- rings that he got. Yes, and it's as valuable as the entire Shire. Uh, number four, what arises from Mordor to blot out the sun? I'm going to be very liberal in my acceptance of answers here because I think this is a dumb one. What arises from Mordor to blot out the sun at the end, during the end of the War of the Ring? God, this is a terrible a question. Dark clouds. A cloud, yes. I mean, honestly, uh, yeah, that's fine. Number five, what was, because I was sitting there thinking, how are they going to describe it? What name are they going to use? And I flip it over, it says a cloud. <laughs> okay, fine. Number five, what was the main ranged weapon, like goes over a little bit of a distance, of the Uruk-hai at the Battle of Helm's Deep? I'm going to say the crossbow. Yes. I'm glad you got that because that was a – I don't know if I would No, because it's a little bit tricky because, you know, obviously in the other engagements there's a guy with the bow. But there wasn't yes. massed like Uruk-hai archers or anything. No. But they did, they did use some crossbows against some the, the – Yeah, players. and those things are deadly. No kidding. Yeah, all right. And finally, your favorite question, what's the maximum number of days a pair of foam latex hobbit feet would last the actors? Three, four, or five days? I'm going to say three. Ding, 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 ding. You got it. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Okay. Way to go. That's pulling one out of the luck pile right there. You pull it out of a hobbit's rear end. Good job. All right. Five out of six on that one. That was great. All right. Round Ooh. four, part two. All right, here we go. Mm-hmm. Who says this to Frodo? Even the smallest person can change the course of the future. Mm. It's his high school guidance counselor. <laughs> All right. Basic, basically, yes. Uh, question two. What does Shewab use to poison Frodo? What does Shewab use to poison Frodo? Question three. What work object does Aragorn kick in anger when he feel, finds the remains of the Urukai captors? What orc object does Aragorn kick in anger when he finds the remains of the Urukai captors? There's a funny story about that. Okay, I'll tell you right. Question four. How many pieces was the sword Narsal broken into? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Come on. No How way. many pieces was the sword Narsal broken into? All righty. Too many. Uh, question five. Where does Theoden send his people to weather the onslaught of Saruman's forces? Mm. Where does Theoden send his people to weather the onslaught of Saruman's forces? And finally, 
What's a more common use for the rubber the film's background swords were made of? Uh, erasers, dive suits, or skateboard wheels? Oh. What is a more common use for the rubber that the film's background swords were made out of? Erasers, dive suits, or skateboard wheels? That's interesting. That is That's a, a tough one. The That's sixth a, one is I, always crap, but yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> it is an interesting question. All right, so here we go. Who says this to Frodo? Even the smallest person can change the course of the future. I'm well. If it, it, since it's clearly not his guidance counselor because you gave that away, I'm going to say <laughs> it's uh, his stand-in for that, which is uh, Gandalf. No, no, it's the Lady Galadriel. Oh crap! Yes, I just you know, Gandalf is always throwing that crap out at Frodo. <laughs> I just put it in the same. Even the smallest person can. T- okay, all right. I stepped in that one. My it was my own hubris yeah. that brought me to ruin there. I, I shouldn't have joked about it. <laughs> All right. What does Shelob use to poison Frodo? Coffee? I mean, she stings him. Yes. All right. Her stinger, stinger is the answer, yeah. but yes, Venom. you're exactly right. Okay. All right. What work object does Aragorn kick in anger when he finds the remains of the Urukai captors? All right. Real quick. So Viggo Mortensen goes out there and he's really trying to like method act his way through that scene. And so that helmet is sitting there on the ground and he kicks it and then he screams out in misery about the death of his friends and falls down on his knees. But in actuality, he wasn't acting. He broke his toe because <laughs> he wasn't wearing steel-toed boots. He's wearing like little thin leather things, you know. So he like broke his toe kicking that helmet. So it was a helmet and it was metal. It wasn't plastic or whatever, I think. So Nice. Yeah, ding, ding. That is exactly correct. And there should be bonus points to that story. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> All right. And this is an important lesson here, kids. Don't kick helmets. No. If you're not wearing <laughs> steel toe boots. That's right. All right. How many pieces was the sword Narsal broken into? <laughs> well, I mean, there's like the one big piece, and then there's like another big piece, and then there's like all these little pieces. So uh, it's probably didn't, – didn't you always get the impression in the book that like in the book, it's just broken in half because doesn't like in the book, Aragorn actually carries it as his actual sword through the first half. He of the carries story. it around in a scabbard, yeah, yeah, and fights with it like half a sword, mm-hmm. which would have been dumb. I remember, I remember Peter Jackson now saying that that look that would have been dumb in the movie, so they gave him that green sword that I like so much. Actually, I've got that one here, his ranger sword, you know, with the little knife mm-hmm. on it. I, I I'll say five. Oh, very close. Six. Ah, dang it. I knew it was going to be six. I'm like, it's going to be six, but I'm going to say five. All right. Fair enough. Number five. All right. Where does Theoden send his people to weather the onslaught of Saruman's forces? All right. Well, this is tricky because there's two answers depending on who you're talking about. So I'm going to give you both and you can sort out if, it's, if I get it right or not. They go to Helm's Deep, all of them, but then he sends his people into the caverns behind it to protect them from the onslaught. You are correct. It's it's just Helm's Deep. Okay. With the surface. So. I wasn't, well, these things, you never know how they're going to pick they're going to be. All right. You thought about it the right way, though. Good. All right. And now the, the filmmaking question. Uh, what is a more common use for the rubber the film's background swords are made of? Erasers, dive suits, or skateboard wheels? Well, dive suits doesn't seem very likely because that's flimsy. Erasers seems too crumbly or something. Skateboard wheels is really specific to be a fake answer, but that probably means it is a fake answer. I've talked myself out of all three. 
So now I just got to pick one randomly. Uh, I'm going to say skateboard wheels. Ding, ding. Hey, it just, that one just seems so random that who would have thought of that, you know, as a fake. Okay. All right. And plus it's a little harder, you know, not as flimsy. It makes sense. All right. So you beat me in that round. We got one round to go. Five to four. I can't believe I got four right on that round. I didn't think I was going to get any right. And overall, I think I'm ahead by like two, something like that, three, something like that. All right. All right. Last, uh, here we go. Last go round. Number one, what alias does Frodo use while traveling to Bree? Ooh, what alias does Frodo use while traveling to Childersburg? Number two, <laughs> that's going to be my thing now. Bubba. Number two, what is the it? Yeah, I've got the it factor. What is the it that Frodo is talking about when he says, if I put it on, he'll see me? Well, at least it doesn't have a multiple choice. <laughs> Brightly colored orange jacket, Harpo Marks wig, or dark hat. Yes. Okay. Number three. <coughs> I made myself choke up. Number three. What direction are Aomer's men riding in when they meet part of the fellowship in Rohan? What mm. direction are Aomer's men riding in when they meet part of the fellowship in Rohan? Mm. Number four. What legendary king said that acquiring the one ring had caused him great pain? What legendary king said acquiring the one ring caused him great pain? Number five, what kind of weapon is held to Sam's throat when he's captured by Faramir's rangers? What kind of weapon is held to Sam's throat when he's captured by Faramir's rangers? And finally... What role, which role does the actor John Noble play in The Return of the King? Mm. All right. All right. I, I kind of mm. like this card a little bit. I think I could do pretty well on this one. We'll see how you do. All right. Number one, and this is our last, the la- this is the last go around for you. Number one, what alias does Frodo use while traveling to Bree? Mr. Underhill. Mr. Underhill. Yes. Underhill. I wonder if there's some underhills in Childersburg. I bet. <laughs> Under jail. <laughs> Number two. What is the it factor? What is the it that Frodo is talking about when he says, if I put it on, he'll see me? The one ring. The one ring. Yeah, t- probably the easiest question in the entire game. Number three. What direction? This is a lot more challenging. What direction are Aomer's men riding in? When they meet part of the fellowship in Rohan. I want to say west. Will you say west? I say west. It is north. We're riding north. Yeah, okay. We're riding north. I got it. Number four. What legendary king said acquiring the one ring had caused him great pain? Isildur? I was going to say, how many legendary kings are really quoted in this thing? Yeah. Uh, think about his testament or whatever where he said, it, it, it'll be a part of my, uh, an heirloom of my kingdom. It, you know, I, I found it's it at great pain or something. Yeah. So it's in there. Some, yeah. Yeah. Isildur. Yeah. It's in there somewhere. You got it. You got it. Number five, what kind of weapon is held to Sam's throat when he's captured by Faramir's rangers? A sword? It is a sword. Yes. I would have, I would have been like, I remember a bow and arrow, but I didn't remember them holding. I, I remember this because it looked kind of awkward because like the 
compared to him, the sword was really big or whatever. Yeah, that's probably throwing me off too. You're right. Okay, and number six, what role <laughs> does actor John Noble play? And I'll just say this. He gets a sketch in the end credits. Okay, so it's significant. What role does actor John Noble play in The Return of the King? I'm going to say The Mouth of Sauron. Oh, no. <laughs> I like it. That's the old gyro pilot from Road Warrior. John okay. Noble is Denethor. Uh. Yep. All right. So you got four that round, which is what I got in the last round. So we're both in four. All right. Last. Here we go. Last go round. All right. Let's hear here it. Here it comes. Mm -hmm. Question one. What name does Galadriel call Aragorn when she bids him farewell? Hmm. Okay. What name does Galadriel call Aragorn when she bids him farewell? You jerk. <laughs> Question two. What rises out of Sauron's helmet after it falls to the ground in the epic battle of the Second Age? Question three. What is Frodo doing when he hears Gandalf arrive in Hobbiton on the day of Bilbo's birthday party? What is hmm. Frodo doing when he hears Gandalf arrive in Hobbiton on the day of Bilbo's party? Question four. What is the name of the sword that cut the ring from Sauron's hand? <laughs> okay. Uh, question five. What is the weather condition on the mountaintop when Gandalf <laughs> kills the Balrog? <laughs> Meteorology question. I like it. What was yeah? What was the dew point? Um, <laughs> Parametric <laughs> pressure. <laughs> oh, uh, question six: How many months did it take to build the road into the remote Edoras set location? Three, six, or ten? Oh gosh! <laughs> Always good. The sixth question. Wow! All right, here we go to the beginning. Yeah. What name does Galadriel call Aragorn when she bids him farewell? Well, the only other name I can think of, uh, other than you son of a... It would be Elisar. Ding, ding. All right, yes. which means the elf stone for you kids out there. All right. What rises out of Sauron's helmet after it falls to the ground in the epic battle of the Second Age? See, I, there were several questions on this card that yeah. you're asking me that I keep thinking, my first thought is, well, that's just too obvious. My second thought is, imagine you haven't seen it in a long time and you haven't memorized it like we have. You could think of different answers that would be, because it seems like there's yes. only one plausible answer. But if you'd never really seen it that much, you might think like a bird, you know, or a, a ghost, you know. So there are plausible answers. You just, we're so used to them that we don't think, you know what I mean? So I, could, I know it's smoke, right? Yes. And I'm thinking, well, what else could it be but smoke? And I'm having to talk myself into thinking that this wasn't the stupidest question ever. But, you know, there's another one in a minute that's like that. So go ahead. <laughs> All right. What is Frodo doing when he hears Gandalf arrive in Hobbiton on the day of Bilbo's party? I believe he's reading a book. Yes. Ding, ding. All right. Sitting there in the grass. That's how the original theatrical cut starts. Mm -hmm. It's with him reading the book. Yeah. Okay. All right. Question four. What was the name of the sword that cut the ring from Sauron's hand? Now, I gotta be honest here. I, I laughed this one off, like, oh, of course, because we just talked about it a minute ago. And then it suddenly dawned on me that I was thinking Anduril, Flame of the West, which is the name of it after it's reforged. And I'm like, oh, crap, What? we just talked about it. What's the original name? All I could think of was the later name. I just blanked out, but then it came back to me that it's Narsil. 
Ding, ding, you are right. correct. Because I was going to have to beg you to take Anduril as a legitimate answer since it's the same sword. <laughs> it is the same sword. But it, no, it's Narsil. All right. Shards of Narsil, still sharp. What is the weather condition on the mountains oh when the when Gandalf kills the Balrog? <laughs> now, with these with these kind of questions, I find that usually the answer they're looking for is like the most simple and basic. So I'm going to say snowing. Ding, ding. All right. Correct. I was going to say, it's like partly cloudy with, you know, 20% humidity or whatever, but I think it's snowing. So, yeah. All right. Last one. All right. How many months did it take to build the road into the remote Edoras set location? Three, six, or ten? I have no earthly idea, so I'm totally 100% guessing. And see, the Edoras is like that big valley where they have the city up on the hill. Mm -hmm. So... See, you went short a while ago and got it on three something, whatever it was, instead of four or five. The, the days that the foot lasts, right? The hobbit feet last. I feel like I probably should go the other way, so I'm going to say ten. It was three. Ah, dang it. <laughs> I was going to finally get all six, man. So that's, I, a, that's a tough question. That was. All right, so here's how it played out. I got five, 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 four, five. And you got three, five, three, five, four. So I think I edged you by just a couple, but you also, you, I think yep. we can all agree you got like two really bad cards in there too. Yep. The first one and the third one were just bears. Those were, those were really rough. So the fact that, let's see, your total was three, eight, 11, 16, 20. So you got 20. Yeah. I I'd think say it was that's, like, 24, 25 to 20. So it was just a good match. Really, really good. Really good. Yeah. And again, you had to deal with some really crap questions. All right. So I'm putting down 2020, sticking this away. And we are officially done for another year, man. Every year, we know it's Christmas time. We get to do our Lord of the Rings trivia. And you, I, do I need to send you a new stack of cards yet? Or are you still all right? I, know, I still got enough for a couple more years of this. So I'm excited. This all right. Fun. This is fun. All right. Any any final thoughts for today on our trivia before we move out? Well, I think what we've all learned here is that <laughs> you know, on the way to Rivendell, you got to stop at Children's Church. <laughs> I think if you take nothing else away from the show today, I think that's probably the thing to do. I have this box of cards just sitting on my desk 365 days a year. So that every year at this time, I know exactly where it is and where to grab it. And that makes me happy somehow. It's just as dependable as the sun and the moon and the tower of the sun and the tower of the moon. So there you go. All right. Well, the rocket's going to get out of here for another episode. And I believe in the next couple of days, if you haven't already heard it, the Mandalorian review show with Jim and Alan will be up. One of these will be up before the other. Otherwise, John, thanks a bunch. And uh, we'll see you down the road. Talk to you later on. And as always, John and I have to thank our great patrons who keep shows like this on the air. Our patrons support the AU Wishbone, the White Rocket Podcast, On Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, the Racing Show with Alan J. Porter, and all the others that we do here, AvengersAssemble.net and more. All of these are, are kept alive by your support. As For as little as a dollar a month, you can join the ranks of the folks who keep our shows going. Just go to patreon.com and search Plexico or White Rocket. Either one will get you there. Or just go to www.plexico.net, P-L-E-X-I-C-O.net, and click on the link to become a patron. Here are the fine folks who are currently keeping our programs going, and you can join their ranks. 
They include Carl Von Drunker, Samuel Salvatore, Christopher Burleson, Bart Lindsay, Bradley Blackman, Chris Usher, Gary Grant, Logan Chilton, Phil Amthor, Richard Stevens, Steve Trawick, Susan Trawick, Tom Anderson, Willie Carden, Ann Kangian, A.U. Falling Up, Ben Bloodworth, Chris Stewart and Clinton Stewart, Clay Henson, Dan Thompson, Daniel Odom, David Evers, David Hegler, Emmanuel Seaman, George Gaston, Jacob and Robin Fleming, James Greenwell, Joel Beckham, John Otsuki, Catherine England, Kevin Smith, Mickey B, Phil Davis, Preston Settle, Reynolds Wolf, Rich Reimer, Steve Harlan, Timothy, WDE Richie, Wes Atkinson, William Morgan, Wilson Beard, Winston Body, Alex Nguyen, Blake Heron, Boris the Tiger, Kato the Barner, Chris Hilton, Chris Thrash, plus we have to thank Colby Butler, Danny Flack, Darius Benton, David Simpson, Di Bama, Earl Ricks, Eric Mahan, Hugh Anderson, Josh Teal, Kevin Kenoy, uh, Kevin Mahan, Lane Middleton, Melissa Blackstone, Mike Finley, Algorithm, Papa Todd, Randall Walker, Rob Morgan, Ross, Russell Milling, Shannon Butson, Sarah Hines, Sasquatch, Shane Bailey, Snowdog, Stephen Houston, Tim Pittman, Tony Perry, Auburn Elvis, Ben Amos, Brandon Sisson, Brandon Smith, Chris Como, Darren Pyle, David Smiley, Donnie Reynolds, James Taylor, Jason Albrecht, John Stubbs, John Zavachin, Joey Miller, Joseph, Joseph Iliff, Justin Bean, Lawrence Kane, Mark Squire, Matthew Flowers, Mick Vigicana, Nicholas Craig, Patrick Williams, and Paul Bankson, and finally Robert Drain, Robert O. Sammons, Russell Souther, Ruth and Darren Sutherland, Spanky, Stephen Thompson, Trevor Johnson, Kenneth Britt Rains, Brant Rumble, Chris, plus our one-time and anonymous donors. We thank you all so much. You can join their ranks and be mentioned on the show as well as other benefits by just going to patreon.com and searching for Plexico or for White Rocket or just go to www.plexico.net. This has been a White Rocket Entertainment Production.